This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome to Navigating Your Retirement. My name is Travis Chance, and I'm from CFG Wealth Management. And if at any point during our show you want to learn more information, please feel free to give us a call at 877-269-0839 or visit us online at chancefinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, please feel free to head over to our radio page and check out our past shows on iTunes or Google Play. Before we get started this morning, I want to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Yeah. Great to be here, Travis. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited about this one. Uh, Travis, I know you've been helping people with their finances for years now, and you've helped so many people in our community, but uh, this is going to be a fun one. So uh, what's our topic today? What are we going to be talking about? This this morning, Tony, what we're going to talk about is a, a very, I would say, very misunderstood part of the retirement process. It's do you know the difference between an IRA rollover and an IRA transfer? And what are some of the precautions you should take in rolling one set of funds over from one retirement account to another? Yeah. And understanding IRAs and things like that and the rollovers and transfers, it can get confusing. So I'm glad you're here to talk to us about this today. But before we get into that, uh, I, along with the listeners, uh, tell us more about uh, yourself. Now, your company there, what's your company name? Our our company is CFG Wealth Management. Awesome. Now, uh, how long have you been involved in the financial world? How long have you been doing that? Tony, I started in the financial services back in 2005. Um, I actually started with uh, with a, a local uh, or actually national agency. I won't give the name, sure. not, not to give them a plug, but uh, <laughs> like like many coming uh, coming into the field for the first time, recruited by a financial services firm and uh, stayed in it for a, for a period of time. But you know, one of the big things that uh, that I like a lot of of really good advisors really start to to question is you know if. If all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And you know, when when you're just offering a suite or a company's products or a company services, a lot of times that's not going to be able to solve every problem. So that's one of the reasons uh, I was really motivated to go out and uh, start our own RIA firm, so we can really do what's in the best interest of the client at all times. Sure. And and for our listeners out there, what you mean by that, by RIA and things like that, you became an independent. Uh, financial advisor, correct, and, and you're a fiduciary, right? Correct, correct. Uh, in in most cases, you're you're generally uh, you're generally going to have it sectioned into two categories: brokers or fiduciaries. Uh, both are fine people. They're fine people on both sides, but fiduciaries have a responsibility and, and an obligation to always act in the best interest of the client. And for the most part, I would say that is done on both sides, but uh, fiduciary doesn't give an option. It, you, you have to put the client's best interest first. 
Yeah, you're audited and held accountable that you're actually doing what's in your client's best interest with every decision you help them make and uh, everything you do as far as organizing their finances and their assets and income planning. So I think that's a big distinction to make, that you're an independent. You're not beholden to uh, some company to uh, push their uh, products or ideas. It's your independent agency and you're working for the clients, aren't you? Correct. Correct. That is uh, exactly, exactly the point. Um, you know, the client comes first in all situations, the client comes first. And, you know, a lot of times I will say uh, clients have a tendency to kind of confuse the two, but, but there is a distinct difference between some firms out there. Some operate maybe with two hats, meaning they wear a broker and the fiduciary hat. But, um, you know, yes, we are a fiduciary as an RA. Sure. A yep. A registered investment advisor. Is that what it stands for? Correct. Yes, sir. Yep. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. Now, um, and today on each show, uh, on this show each week, you're going to give us some uh, great financial tips and strategies uh, to help us uh, with retirement income planning and general income planning and uh, investment type things. So I, I'm excited to get started on this. Now, one thing that you do for people that you work with and that you're going to help our listeners with out there is understanding IRAs and IRA rollovers. Is that something you do or help your clients with a lot or on a regular basis? Absolutely. I mean, the the generation of baby boomers that is going to be uh, aging into retirement, uh, essentially what you have is you have a, a, differing, a differing of retirements, a tale of two cities, so to speak. Whenever when you had baby boomers, uh, their parents were retiring, their grandparents, et cetera. What did they primarily have? They have their, or they they had their social security, they had their pension S, their pension income, and then they had other retirement savings. Well, unfortunately for many baby boomers, now some some are still the exception, but for the rule, the majority of of baby boomers actually have IRAs, four hundred one ks, and they don't have access to the pensions, et cetera. So it's very important sometimes just to watch out for the mistakes that maybe you you don't know, and sometimes what you don't know can hurt you, and uh, that's one of the things that we really strive to do is educate our clients as well as you know all we come in contact with. We actually do teach uh, courses at um, Savannah Technical College. We teach courses courses at uh, Geechee Technical College. We teach courses at the Technical College of the Low Country. So uh, we're very committed to the to the education of, of seniors and what to do and what not to do with their retirement. Sure. So uh, let's talk about that a bit, uh, IRAs and, and rollovers and understanding that. So there are some pitfalls and mistakes that people make with IRAs. Uh, what are some, what's a mistake you've seen somebody make that you think is pretty common that our listeners need to know about? Uh, one of the biggest things I would say is, uh, is rolling over funds, but uh, not doing a direct transfer and actually, actually exercising the 60 day rollover rule. Uh, because now what you've got is uh, the the new regulations, I say new, they've been out for, for maybe a year or two. Um, but the new regulations basically state that you can only do one rollover, one 60-day rollover per year. Uh, direct transfers are usually a lot more efficient and, and don't fall into that category. Plus, 
if you do a rollover, then then you have obviously human interaction in between. And as we all know, humans can make mistakes. Maybe it's not uh, the funds are not transferred or deposited in 60 days or, you know, there, there's always something that can go wrong. That's the reason we really, really encourage if you do a transfer, you do a, a, a transferring of assets, so to speak, we really encourage you to uh, to use the direct transfer methodology versus a 60 uh, day rollover rule. Sure. And that's uh, for our listeners. Maybe you could explain to us and myself uh, with the explain what a 60 day rollover is. You're basically talking about like I have a 401k. My wife has a 401k. If I'm getting ready to retire or want to take more control over that 401k, uh, and I'm working with you and you say, hey, you should roll that over into an IRA. Um, th- uh, what's a 60-day rollover? That's taking the money that's in my 401k and putting it into an individual retirement account. Um, but what's the 60-day rollover? Where do 60 days come in? Well, 60 days, and and that's a it's it's a little bit misleading to this uh, to this point. Um, the 60-day rollover rule is is actually if you took money out of your IRA and 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 actually took ownership of it, and then you you have sixty days to put that money back without it being a taxable event. That's actually a, the definition of a sixty day rollover rule uh, in layman's terms. So now, that's if that's if you have if you want to transfer your money and your company or the four hundred one k or the existing uh, account gives you a check. Uh, from a tax deferred account like that, you have 60 days to put that check back into another tax deferred account like an IRA. Is that what you're correct? Saying? Correct. And typically, what we would what we would recommend in most cases is is we would recommend having the check made out to the custodian of whomever you're going to go to, uh, you know, and I'm not going to once again give a, a free plug, but any number of custodians, and you all probably know what your custodian is, whether it's um, something that rhymes with uh, um Bargo. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you that. Or something that rides with rhymes with um, bones. Uh, you know. You know. We we all have different custodians. The the best rule of thumb, Tony, is is not to confuse anyone. It's just basically to roll that money, get it, get the check made out to the custodian, or get the funds just direct transfer. Get them wired to the custodian on your behalf. And as long as everything's done properly, you you won't have an issue. Where you run into issues is if you take ownership of that money and you don't put it back into an IRA within 60 days, then you have essentially you have essentially an irrevocable transaction. Uh, in most cases, you're not going to be able to put that money back. And that's going to be problematic because obviously any money you take out, if it's not rolled over properly, uh, you're going to potentially have taxes, penalties, et cetera. So uh, just good rule of thumb. If you're going to transfer assets, do a direct transfer. I would stay away from the 60-day uh, conversation as, as much as you can with any advisor, any client. Well, you know, uh, I think this is an important topic and understanding um, these differences like a direct transfer versus the rollover uh, where you actually get a physical check. Uh, I understand that. Now, uh, maybe you could explain to us another thing as long as we're on the topic. Uh, you've told me before uh, that uh, in a lot of cases, not all, but in a lot of cases, it's advisable uh, to have your money rather than sitting in a 401k at an old employer, 
but move it into an IRA because you can have more control over it. And that's something you can help people with to really uh, maximize uh, their money and make it work for them rather than sitting in a 401k at an employer, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Tony, we all want, I think in, in most cases, we all want control. Uh, I think we, we like to control as much as we can. Now, there's some things out of our control, some things we leave to the good Lord. Um, but in, in retirement planning, I think just leaving your assets out and just hoping that they do what they're supposed to do and you really have no interaction with them, I think sometimes that can be problematic. You know, you think about leaving your assets in an, in an older 401k, uh, you really have two options. A, you can roll that money into your current 401k, which might be advisable depending on what your situation is. Or in a lot of cases, you may want to roll that into an IRA and start uh, doing additional planning or, or pre-planning, so to speak, for your retirement. Now, what's one of the reasons, what's one of the big drivers behind that? Well, think about this. In a 401k, most people have what, uh, anywhere between eight to maybe 30, 35 options, and that's a really robust plan. Well, what can you what can you hold in a IRA that you can't hold in a 401k? You can hold anything that you could have held inside of that 401k in an IRA, plus you can, if you wanna have uh, your IRA on real property like uh, like land, if you want it to have gold, if you want to buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, you name it, you have control over whatever you want your assets to do. You're not subject to the limitations of whatever the 401k plan is. And that's one of the reasons why it might make sense is if you don't roll it to your 401k, you need to roll it to somewhere where you can gain more control over it. Ah, and I think that makes perfect sense. Now, we're almost out of time for this first segment. We should take a quick break here, Travis. Is there anything you want to add or tell the listeners before we take the break? Absolutely. If if the listeners have any questions, guys, ladies and gentlemen, give us a call at 877-269-0839. And if, if you would like a second opinion, we would be happy to provide you a complimentary second opinion. But if you come into our office and you mention the radio show, we will also give you a free copy of our book, Navigating the Storm. Uh, that is something that uh, was very was very I was very passionate about. Uh, actually, wrote it to go to coincide with our class that we teach, and it really is a good resource for retirees that are either in retirement or getting ready to retire. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance, after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual that can help you address and plan for retirement? Navigating the Storm by Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management can provide you with information to help plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. Navigating the Storm will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit navigatingretirementradio.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's navigatingretirementradio.com. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Travis Chance. Now, Travis, great show so far. We talked a little bit about uh, you and what you do there and how you help folks. Uh, and then we've been talking about IRAs, especially uh, rolling over uh, other tax deferred accounts like 401ks into an IRA. And 
Uh, that leads me to another question. There's a lot of different accounts out there. I mean, I have 401ks. My wife does. Uh, we also have an IRA, but a lot of people out there have, I've heard 403Bs. I've heard 457 plans. There are other tax deferred plans that people have, and a lot of these same uh, rules apply, correct? Absolutely. Uh, it's actually, Tony, it's what I call the alphabet soup. Uh, <laughs> and if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, you have, and let's start, let's say, let's say you have 401ks, you have 403bs, you have 412is, you have 457s, you have SEP simples. Uh, basically, it's all the alphabet soup and all anything with a number. Okay. Um, sure. And and all of these, now they're, they are the same, but they are different. Okay. Uh, now here, and here are some of the things that, that people want to watch out for and, and our listeners want to especially pay attention to. So you have, uh, you have things like, for instance, uh, if you, if you have multiple plans, when you retire, one other reason why you may want to roll over your assets into an IRA is when you have multiple plans, when you retire, you have to abide by the aggregation rules. Okay. And I know everyone's out there going, what did he just say? Yeah. The aggregation rules. This is, this is why it could be problematic with multiple plans. And since you brought up multiple plans is I want to make sure and mention, you know, one of the biggest things that we see the biggest mistakes in retirement is, you know, you see someone who, who forgets about a plan or they say, okay, um, you know, I have uh, have a hundred thousand and a four hundred one k, and I've got fifty thousand in this account, et cetera. And they say, okay, well, when it's time to take your RMD required minimum distribution, that's the minimum you must take at seventy and a half and beyond, uh, or else you will get a penalty. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, you know, a lot of times people don't remember to aggregate their accounts or to at least make sure they're all accounted for. Case in point, let's say you have uh, two IRAs, a rollover and then a traditional that you had participated in or, or put money away, and then you have a 401k. Well, how many, how many different accounts do you have to take a distribution from? So you have a Roth IRA. No, no, no. A traditional, traditional, like you would just go and start at a normal custodian. And then you have a rollover, which a rollover usually is you want to, you want to use a rollover when you're rolling assets. That's exactly what it sounds like. Pretty straightforward. Rollover, say from a former 401k, but then you also have a 401k. Well, in that regard, you have two that actually are IRAs. And let's say you have a hundred thousand between both accounts then you really only need to take out, if you're 70 and a half, you need to take out 3,650 bucks. That's that's what your RMD is going to be, assuming your fair market value the previous year was 100 grand. So but, you, you don't have to take that out of both accounts or do you? No, you don't have to take it out of both accounts, but that's because they are like titled accounts. But the 401k, let's assume you have a uh, 100,000 in the 401k. That would be 200,000 total. And that means you're going to have to take out roughly, what is that, uh, $7,300? Well, a lot of people would just say, okay, well, I'm just going to take $7,300 out of my IRA or, you know, whatever's easier. And then that way, you know, that'll satisfy my RMD. Well, what you actually just did is you actually violated the rules because you're supposed to take the RMD out of any account that is not like titled. So, in that regard, the person, in order to be compliant and to not get penalized and to not get uh, not get Uncle Sam really upset, 
you would have to take 3650 from the 401k and then 3650 from either or IRAs. Ah, so uh, let's say you don't let's say you make that mistake and take the full amount for two distributions from one IRA and you didn't do it for the 401k. Uh, you mentioned penalties. This time, I know there's a penalty. For yes, missing. yes. If you yes. miss a required dis- minimum distribution uh, after you turn 70, 70 and a half, uh, if you miss one of those, there is a big penalty, right? You've told me before. There absolutely is. There is the largest penalty in the tax code for a for a personal filer. For an wow. individual, it is a 50% penalty on anything oh. you do not take. 50%. 50%. So I can assure you, if you miss it once, you will never miss it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, but that's something you can help keep track of for your clients. And uh, so that never, that that issue is not going to be a problem for, for your clients and people you help and work with. Uh, so that's just another advantage. And that's a good point right there, I think, as to why it's important to work with a financial professional like yourself, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, most people in retirement, and and I want to say most because obviously I don't know everyone and we're not talking about everyone, uh, but most people in retirement really want one thing. They want something that is going to be that that is going to be less complicated, more, more simplified, more streamlined, and they want retirement by design, not by default. And if you do it and you do it properly, there's absolutely no reason why some of these mistakes that people make should be made with your money. And, you know, Tony, I know, you know, I know a lot of people out there saying, okay, well, that that's not a real big penalty or, you know, they think about the dollar amount. Any money that you're you're forfeiting to a penalty, that's a big deal. Because that's money that could have been in your account, that could have been growing, that could have been appreciating, that could have been used for you and your family. And it's just a mistake that doesn't have to be made. So that's what I think is a lot of people want simplification. They don't want more complication. Uh, but, you know, having multiple accounts, I had a had a young lady uh, recently. Uh, she basically completely forgot about a a 457 plan that she had from five years ago. The only reason that she found out about it or thought about it was she was getting ready to retire and she grabbed a folder and all of a sudden a statement fell out. And here, here is, here's thousands of dollars in a plan that she had completely forgot about. Oh, but thank, thank the Lord, thank goodness that she was not 70 and a half because what would have happened if she had turned 71 or 72 and she the just IRS would have came knocking. Yeah, the IRS is not gonna is not gonna forget. Remember, uh, you're gonna get a letter that says, "Hi, we're from the IRS and we're here to help, and you owe us X." And obviously, what's also gonna be running taxes, penalties, etc. So, you know, interest and penalties and and the like. So, you know, it's just one of those things. The mistake doesn't have to be made, but a lot of times it, it is something that happens uh, more and more frequently. We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today? Absolutely, Tony. One of the things I, I do want to mention is for any of our listeners that have questions, we are here to help. Uh, give us a call at 877-269-0839. And if you come into our office and you mention the show, we will give you a free copy of our book, Navigating the Storm. Uh, we we want you to succeed in retirement. And like I said, it's retirement by design, not by default. 
Uh, what's that phone number and website? One more time for our listeners. Phone number 877-269-0839. And our website is chancefinancialgroup.com. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.